0: Hello, I'm India, and welcome to the third series of Starter Ripple, the podcast that celebrates moving in nature. This series is sponsored by Island Feather, an amazing brand that creates high quality, multi purpose fitness wear and events. Now, Island Feather's mission is to support you to live a healthy life, discover what makes you happy, and create a community of support and care for one another. For me, having just become a mum, their motto, Find Your Freedom, resonates more than ever, and I'm stoked to have them as a sponsor. Okay, it's time to introduce my guest. Lex Balladin is a professional wakeboarder from England who has spent the past 17 years riding cable parks around the world. She's also been ranked in the top six female wakeboarders in the UK for the duration of her competitive career. Lex is constantly striving to spread the word of wakeboarding to as many girls and women as possible at her wake days events. Lex is also a mother to two adventurous boys and when she's not on the water she can be found exploring woodlands with her family. So hi Lex and welcome to the Start A Ripple podcast. Hi India, how are you doing? Good, good, good. It's really awesome having you here. I've been following your journey for a couple of years now since, I guess since I first heard about um, Island Feather, I saw that you you wore their stuff and, and I then started following you and your journey and you're pro-weightboarder and mom and just awesome outdoors enthusiast. So perfect person to have on the podcast today. Um, so could you start by telling us a little bit about your background? I sort of often say, can you say where, look at it, almost like looking at this as if where did your ripples start? Um, yeah. And so how did you end up where you are today?
1: Oh gosh, that is a loaded question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can like compress it a little bit. <laughs> We've only got a minimal amount of time. Yeah,
1: um I was born in England. Uh we moved to America for a bit, then we moved back to England and then uh I was brought up doing a lot of sports. My dad's very sporty. Um always bike riding and whatever and they I'm from a golfing family, so I grew up playing golf mm-hmm. and uh, I played golf for a long time. So I was maybe 20 or something, but I um, I played county golf and and it was yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but then I we always used to go on holidays uh and there were always beach holidays or ski trips and uh I boogie boarded the whole time. I'd make myself physically sick because I'd be in the water all day, like um too oh, much salt just oh just I used to too much sun and salt, <laughs> yeah um, and I always wanted to surf, but I was not allowed i guess and um and I did summer courses at the lake near me, like the windsurfing sailing kayaking, like the summer camps and stuff. And then as soon as I was 16, I started working there. I was hooked on water sports and it just grew from there. They built the um the cable ski and I was like, What is that? And um I started working on reception there and started learning the ropes of kneeboarding and then teaching like the lessons on kneeboarding and and then started wakeboarding. It took me forever. It took me like six weeks to stand up on a wakeboard. Like I could not get it. Honestly, it was.
0: It's hard. I've tried it a couple of times and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and the learning. Back then yeah, it's- that's on a full size cable. Now you've got like the little straight line cable. Yeah. It's a bit of an easier thing to learn on, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, did you go on the straight? line? Yeah, I
0: started on the straight, and then, and then I've just I've only ever done it, kneeboarding on the full round cables I've never progressed further than that because there's so many face plants yeah, exactly. <laughs> just right. constant like oh like and your arms oh my gosh you're like, okay you're like uh, eyes
1: like, uh, still in my head yeah
0: yeah I mean it it's it's addictive but I'm not really sure why
1: <laughs> I don't know it's like you want fun or something yeah yeah so then I started to get to grips with that and I started teaching the wakeboarding and I started operating the cable So I did six summer seasons uh, throughout sort of um, from when I was 16 till I guess when I finished uni. And uh, it kind of stuck. I don't know. I snowboarded a lot. I worked at the snowdome so I could get free snowboarding. Um, Anything to get the sport available to me, I did. Um, Mm -hmm. If I had to do like some coaching on a weekend to get free wakeboarding, I would do it. Um, Because it's expensive. It's an expensive sport. Yeah, yeah, and it really, like, it is, like, I did, I did a year abroad at uni, I did a year in California, and so I, the first thing I did was join their ward ski and wakeboard team, but you had to, it was like the only club that you had to pay to be a member of, so mm-hmm. I had to get a job, while I was studying out there, I got a job at the gym to fund my wakeboarding <laughs> kind of thing, so yeah. I just, I don't know, I did anything that I could to wakeboard, um, because my family were not in sports sports, so it was not, uh I guess I wasn't pushed into it I was pushed down the the golf route yeah um, yeah so so
0: so what was it then what was it about weightboarding that, that hooked you you know obviously you had this this connection to wanting to be around water sports but why weightboarding specifically
1: that's a tricky question I I love the water I know that. And I started, because I skied from the age of nine, but I started snowboarding because I was like, it just looks so much cooler. Mm, yeah, it does. Oh, I know. And if you tell a snowboarder that <laughs> you're a skier,
0: it's like the most embarrassing thing ever. I'm a skier. I've tried snowboarding. I'm rubbish at it. But I'm always like, I'm a skier. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> but it's it hard to go from skiing to snowboarding is really hard. It's like really
0: hard. Yeah, oh, I totally appreciate that.
1: I get it. And like, I only did it when I started working at the snowdome. So like I gave up skiing for Lent. Like I it was a physical, I was like, I need mm. to do this. I'm going to learn snowboard. And I wouldn't let myself ski until I got up to the same standard snowboarding kind of thing. So, but wait, I guess weightboarding because I love the water and it was available to me where I live. Um, and I thought, obviously I thought I hadn't surfed then, but I thought surfing was the coolest thing ever. But weightboarding, I'm landlocked. So weightboarding mm. was my option. Mm-hmm. It and was it your
0: stuck. yeah. It was your connection to get, to the water. Hmm. Um, if yeah, if you're not near the ocean, then it makes sense because you, you use a lake, and if you had access to that, then
1: yeah, it was there. And anything. Whenever I had an issue, I would just go and tear around the cable. And especially like an after work session or or something. If you were coming up a certain direction on the lake, up the back straight, the sun would set, and so you'd get this. The water would be golden and red as you were coming up and the water was usually flat that time of night. And it was just, it, you know, when you catch the sunset, at the beach, I mean, you live by the coast, you know, and it's it's a magical moment. Right. And it was, it was my way of getting that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. You were seeking that and on that lake where you could, it it happened. So obviously you, you got more and more into it and then you started competing. Um, And how did that, change obviously your kind of association with the sport because you were saying that you connected to it because you wanted the water and you know like you're saying sunset was beautiful you just had this time to just clear your head and then the competition side comes in into play and that's like a whole nother element so yeah can you tell us a bit little
1: bit about that i don't even know how i started competing i honestly can't remember the first competition that i did uh but i liked i guess i don't know i competed I played a lot of lacrosse like again county lacrosse and then county golf and then snowboarding I competed a little bit with that and then I don't know I just I don't like to say I'm very competitive but I guess I kind of am I wouldn't put myself Mm -hmm. as a competitive person at all because I just like knowing I like knowing my ability and I know where I like to rank against others within the sport and I know where to push myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I I've only ever won once, so I losing is hard. <laughs> Winning is way easier. <laughs> um, and so I don't really know why I keep doing it. But it's... Um, I don't know. I, I used to go out with the boys because there were no girls competing. Like, yeah. it was just a bit of a crazy time to enter that side of it in on the cable side of wakeboarding.
0: Right. Um, yeah. And front. I guess, you know, it was... It, you, if you you love something so much, and I guess it just takes it up to that next level, doesn't it? You know, you're there anyway, and you're watching these competitions. You're working there, and you just get you just get involved. Um, yeah, and and obviously you've turned it into a career as
1: well. Yeah, I guess I've competed for a long time now, and I guess I wanted to get sponsored. That was my thing. I was like, oh. I want to be, a, I want to be a sponsored wakeboarder. Um, so that happened. Oh my god, I can't even tell you. Maybe 2007. Something like that. I don't know. A long time ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then you and and you continue to be a sponsored weightboarder ever since. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> like you know, that's absolutely amazing. And does that does that change kind of how much you have to train uh if you are sponsored? So how does that change your relationship to the sport?
1: It's more sometimes you won't necessarily want to go and wakeboard Mm -hmm. but and obviously you you always go and you always have the best time ever so Mm -hmm. regardless but you when you don't want to go sometimes you're like I need to go and um I need to go and get content
0: Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm Like I need to go because I haven't really posted for a while or Mm -hmm. that's more like the side of it I'm on now like whereas because I don't really compete anymore so Mm -hmm. it's not results and stuff it's more the, the ambassador side of it I guess really uh, yeah it's fulfilling that role uh but I, I guess that has two sides to it because
0: we're obviously we're going to we'll talk about this a bit more um in a bit but you're a mum so getting out and doing stuff for yourself isn't as easy <laughs> um and I have i am only been a mum for nine weeks now but I'm learning that 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 is it's almost impossible sometimes. Although you're going to get the content, at least it gets you out and and weightboarding because otherwise you could easily go, okay, no, I'm not important. I'm going to put that that to the side. I'm not going to do it this weekend. I'm not going to do it next weekend. And it just you just could easily lose, um, you know, the chance to to go out on the water.
1: Yeah, so I think I, I might have worded it wrongly. Sorry, um, it's not that I might not want to go out. It's the, it's knowing that I need to document it. Yeah, yeah. No, I oh, totally I get what you're saying. Yeah,
0: no, I do see what you mean. Whenever
1: yeah, you go, It is. Yeah. I need to make sure that I've got stories. I need to make sure that I've yeah. got someone with a camera. Like it's, it's not. A, I'm just going to go and rip it up and have a best. Like yeah, to be aware of what I'm. Te- am I in the current kit? Like, does everything look good? Like
0: yeah. It's, that, a it's, a, yeah. it's a job It's yeah absolutely so it's yeah you're not you're not just freewheeling it quite as much just grabbing your board and jumping on yeah you've got to make sure it's like a little bit more a polished version <laughs>
1: exactly so I always have fun you always have better you're like you can never go on the water and even if you've had a rubbish time you'll always come back happy that you went out right
0: oh yeah every every time and I'm like I'm realizing that at the moment I'm I'm managing I'm lucky I live two minutes warm from either the canal or the sea so if the sea's too rough I can I paddleboard I get out in the canal and I which means I can get up for literally 15 minutes sometimes and like get back again and even though it's sometimes like the most pointless like if someone were to watch me, they'd be like, why have you got all your kit on? And pumped up your board just for that amount of time. But I come back and I just feel revived. Yes. It changes your day, right? It totally changes your day. Yeah. And that's another thing. I tried to make sure I'd do it in the morning as well. Because then it, then you're set up for the rest of the day. Um, out the day. Yeah, 100%. Um, so obviously you are a mum of two boys. Mm-hmm. Um, how, old are your, how old are your kids? six and nine six and nine so how did you find being pregnant did you and and weightboarding did you train um did you did you or did you like take a break did you continue what I'm I'm intrigued because obviously I've just come off the back of being pregnant and I found it hard (laughs) I've just I didn't love it that much because I hated not being physical um but there are um, these women out there and you see them, they're like surfing at like eight months pregnant. You're like, oh my God. So yeah.
1: I wakeboarded f- up to five months with both of them. I think wow. was- I couldn't get in a wetsuit. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> that. Uh, and, and I was only doing laps. Like I right. wasn't hitting any toys. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing any air tricks, like nothing. I was literally just carving around on my board. So. Yeah. It was really for me. It's got you know. It's very contained and controlled. Um, But then when yeah, when you stop, it sucks because like like you're a sporty person. I'm a sporty person. Like I don't like. It's like I felt it was like being injured. Like I wasn't able to do it. I totally appreciate that. Wine. Like you can't can't eat the cheese. You can't do anything. I was like yeah (laughs) yeah. The sport was taken away. Like oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So I struggled with things like not being able to pick up my board and like walk it to the beach. Cause obviously you have to be so careful and it's like a really delicate time, but I just like, when I, as soon as I, <laughs> I think it was like three weeks after I had Malou, I was like, All right, I'm going to go out my board. I said, like, Barney, I'm going to pump up both of our boards. And he was like, what? And I was like, He's like, you hate pumping up boards. I was like, no, but I can do it. I can do it. It's amazing. I need to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And and yeah, how
1: how did you sort of feel
0: about your body changing? I hated it. Yeah,
1: I hated it. Like I am very like I've I've grown up in the same kind of size. I've always mm. been active and physical, so um, I've always been in shape my body's always done what I wanted to do but I had knee surgery when I was 19 and I hated that because I was like my body's failed me that's how Mm -hmm. i felt. um and I you know if I know it wasn't that but I like I just didn't like it I don't Mm -hmm. like being able
0: like
1: -hmm. an able-bodied person and I Mm -hmm. like that I didn't like that with the pregnancy
0: Mm. but did it give you a whole new appreciation for how your body moves
1: Mm. I don't know I just wanted it back and yeah if that makes sense,
0: right? But, yeah.
1: Like I was like, right. The six weeks is done. The, after you know the postnatal, mm. and uh I started. I was just walking. I was walking with a buggy mm. a lot, mm-hmm. the and then started again with yoga. Mm-hmm. And joined a buggy boot camp mm-hmm. and got moving. I think I had a, might have used PT afterwards as well. I definitely right. after my second one because I was in a quite a uh, a rut, like a. Uh, I get a postnatal no sort of depression I guess really but it, right yeah I couldn't, move. I couldn't move my body I didn't I knew, and so I paid someone to come to my house and to be like get it. me going literally like the most make important. me accountable for this looking back on the exercise mm. like, basic stuff ever but I couldn't do it so luckily I was in. The oh where I could pay someone to come in and do it
0: yeah people. yeah
1: <laughs> but, yeah and then I was like I just want to be stronger I don't think age is an issue I think it's in your brain and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can your body will do what you want it to do
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah no I, I I totally get that and you know I being a yoga teacher I have sort there's certain poses that I've put in my classes always mm-hmm. as like filler poses I guess that I think oh yeah we'll just stick those in and they're easy ones and we'll just pad it out the class with that and that, and now those poses. I'm like at the moment. Oh my goodness! I need my cat and cow pose. Like I need child's pose. Like all these simple ones that I kind of just took for granted before. Yeah, they are gold to my body right now.
1: <laughs> uh, that and getting the breathing and like just Every, yeah.
0: It's it's amazing. It is it is yeah. It is amazing. So did you? So how quickly then did you return to feeling like you were back on your board again?
1: i it was quicker the first time around i think i can't remember actually so it's like,
0: all a blur
1: yeah like i i mean i had the six-week check and i was on my board yeah right you were like yep yeah, okay let's go <laughs> issues i had a lot of um uh from the first one i had and the second one actually i had a lot of physio um like on pelvic floor and stuff like i had a lot mm. of I was supposed to have an operation I was like no and I did every bit of work I could possibly do to like avoid it and right. uh, myself. myself so that was fine so but it, it, so I will, I don't know I just did everything I could to get back to you can't get back to pre-baby I don't think body changes but as close to it or as much I don't know better I don't know yeah that's
0: a different version Yeah, different version of you, yeah. And I I guess...
1: I straight away. As soon as I could get back on it, I was on it.
0: And I bet that moment just felt amazing.
1: (laughs) I think I fell off the dock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you were like, I'm back in the water, it's fine. I I got on the water and I did a big carve and I literally just nailed it into the water. Uh... I was so excited. Oh, that's lovely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. And do your boys
1: board? ish they i take them and right give them the chance and they want to play on an aqua park instead so um okay yeah like, well at
0: the moment that's more fun <laughs> yeah,
1: they can do it and i'm like if you go away what are you doing on the aqua park but um okay so, yeah, I, I don't want to pressure them like yeah if they want to do it that's great and if they don't fair enough but, um, yeah I'm, yeah i'd like
0: them
1: to do
0: it <laughs> yeah but i guess you know it's one of those things isn't it You you want your kids to kind of do what you love as well because you want to enjoy it together, yeah, but you know is that yeah, you want to be like the pushy parent, like you must do this, um but you I know that you share some of your like outdoor adventures with your family um online, so how important is it to take your to take your kids outside
1: so important, um yeah, since they were born, we've been outside every day every day, um, and especially once the second one was born because you can't uh you can't really I, did, I i didn't really carry the first child um I didn't even like having a buggy, but I used a buggy i don't know why i just didn't want i don't know the second one I strapped him on my back and away we went because I had a two year old mm-hmm. to run ragged mm-hmm. so and we just we were in the- we, we still go to the woods all the time mm. they're climbing trees we take um stuff to build things with we build forts we you know we're full send in the woods mm. <laughs> um and it's it's uh it's just a moment of peace, isn't it? The woods bring me this similar feeling that I would get uh standing next to the
0: ocean. Yeah. I, I get that it's the the air d- is different, isn't it? Hmm.
1: The is clean, it's, it's quiet, the trees yeah. it's um I love like again, like I love snowboarding and I love the like this beach, so it, I I can I'd be happy in either. Like mm, okay. mm-hmm. There's no one there, there's no one ever in the woods apart from COVID when it was over. Yeah, everyone was there. Like, hang on. Everyone's right. in the woods. It's <laughs> just <laughs> our
0: little secret. What are you doing here? I know. Not, um, but it's quite down now,
1: which is good. So um, yeah. But um, yeah, super important. Because they're, they're boys, they run ragged. They like Yeah,
0: they need to let up steam. I actually had someone say to me the other day, they've got a six year old and um he said to me, This guy called Pete said you, you know the best thing to do is just after school just get them outside because otherwise if they stay outside they're active and they're learning and they're you know there's so much good in that but as soon as you get them inside that's it there's technology around outside they, they can't get their hands on it and they're not distracted by technology so after school you get the sun outside for as long as you can as you know and I think that is such an amazing piece of advice because it totally makes sense just 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 keep going outdoors
1: until it gets dark and, and yeah, gold dust. Yeah. If they come in, the TV's on and that's it. Yeah. They don't wake up until you call them for dinner, kind of thing. But if you go to the park or, or just in the garden, force them in the garden, yeah, one's so much happier.
0: It makes such a difference. So, yeah, I mean, it's so super clear that nature has played a huge influence in like your well being. And I know that wild swimming is something that's kind of recently been a recent thing I've I've followed your journey for wild swimming because I think it was over lockdown like there was a pond or a lake or something near you that you were attempting to go in and it was and it was like oh my god that is freezing and you were so kind of not up for it but yeah but then and then now you're like raving about it
1: yeah I don't know why my friend and I started Last January. Don't know why we started in January. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. That's a crazy time to start. I followed um, Wim Hof for a, a long time. Okay. Um, like I've known of him for years. He's been around. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know the Iceman, and so, but he's really obviously come come alive in the last mm. few years. Um, and I got his book last Christmas, and. It was a uh, obviously the breathing techniques I still need to practice those, but the thing was like start with a cold shower mm-hmm. so I after I have my normal shower, I turn it to cold, and I've done that every day since reading that. um and How that long was, do
0: you have it cold?
1: Obviously, it started with like maybe five seconds, and if I can be bothered to stand under it for two minutes, I'll do that. like it's just um yeah i go I go until it feels comfortable to stand under it. And I don't want to turn the shower. Does that make sense? Like,
0: is that basically your body's gone numb,
1: <laughs> so you can't it anymore? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so it's it's so when you when you like want to turn it off, that's your fight or flight okay. stages of um, your body's reaction, and to when the cold becomes beneficial, um, to when no. it's it dropping your stress levels and everything. Um, I'd need to reread it to yeah, be scientific. No, no, time. it all makes sense. Yeah. But, so when I when it stops being, I want to get out, it, that's when I, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can get out. Um, but then that's helped the cold water dipping because obviously I don't get to do that as much. But um, it was a river. We go to the river.
0: It was a river, right. Okay. Oh, my gosh.
1: No. So we wear wetsuits to swim.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. We swim for like half an hour. So we swim up the river and back. Oh, and then amazing. when we've finished, I'll take my wetsuit off and then I'll go and dip. Uh, yeah. Like, I just haven't had, en- I feel like I haven't had enough, like, because we're in winter wetsuits, like,
0: yeah, yeah, you it's you could, well, if you've been moving enough, yeah. you know, it's it, suddenly, it's like a sauna in there, isn't it? If you're in a winter wetsuit,
1: it's lovely. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wouldn't survive swimming that far without a wetsuit. But people do, though. You turn they up and they're going, and I'm like, how are you doing this? I think you're a god. Like,
0: yeah. And you know what, the women, the, it's the people that I'm seeing on my local beach that do it in January are like 60 year old women. That is the majority of people I'm seeing in just skins. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you like turn 60 and suddenly you don't feel the cold anymore.
1: You'll see them there when they're a hundred. That's the thing yeah. <laughs> that
0: Yeah, I think it does. It's meant to keep you young, isn't it? It's meant to be amazing for your
1: circulation um there's so and do you feel better for it 100 percent. you do like uh because I did previous to this the cold water thing I did two years of yoga every day like I would get out oh, like, okay. every morning so I, I did it to see how long I could go I don't know I did it for I was like wow I've done a year and then I went for two years and then I started working out in the morning and using yoga as my cool down so uh-huh. I to do it but it's not as uh I don't wake up and like I don't know it's not as calming I guess
0: yeah it's not as sort of i know i mean when you do that sort of wake up yoga it's very intuitive it's very organic you're just kind of seeing what feels good in your body and what doesn't and what you need to spend a bit more time in um rather than sort of doing a full-blown workout yes it's yeah it's <laughs> a
1: different kind of of yeah. connecting to your body exactly so like i did i started the yoga every morning because i was just at a point where i was just stressed
0: yes
1: mm. you know it just and just getting the kids out of the house in the morning mm-hmm. is the hardest part of the day like mm-hmm. organizing everybody to get out it is always stressful and i just started the yoga because i was like i don't know I, the only way i think to fix this is by doing this and i'm mm-hmm. reading and i've you know just 10 minute youtube's yoga mm. morning yeah. morning yoga and um then i got the cold showers going and i kind of didn't need the yoga as much as well as i, I was working out and using the yoga Mm-hmm. I don't know, just anything to help. I don't know, keep you on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it, and I guess it's giving you you time, and it's it's connecting mind and body together, and it's giving you time to reflect. And yeah, there's there's so much in that, and obviously, being able to do something like that in the comfort of your own, you know, home is is. It's doable. You, you obviously, I'm sure you'd love to have a lake in, the, in your back garden and just jump on your wakeboard and just right. you know go around a few sessions and done. But it's just not. It's no. just not doable. <laughs> no, the lakes are closed now,
1: anyway. The
0: ones near me, anyway. So I yeah, it's that exactly. I was. I'm also. I'm, I'm lucky I've got paddleboarding here, but you know, you're seeing in Cornwall and people who like live next door to the waves, like because that's the only reason I'm so get so obsessed with paddleboarding is because we can't, we haven't got surf here. So I'm like, well, I've got to got to be obsessed with paddle boarding because I can't surf. But uh, oh, when you see people just jumping in before work and they know you, they're changing into their like suits or <laughs> whatever afterwards, and you're like, oh my God, that would be, because that I think, because I know that you surf as well. And yeah. for me, like that is an amazing time for mindfulness because you can't think about anything else no. but the surf. Yeah
1: it's mad you surf as well obviously yeah
0: yeah and (laughs) I mean badly but yeah (laughs) Um, very badly but yeah I love it and it's just I think that's what it is it's about doing something that just disconnects you from from the madness of the world that we live in right now I guess
1: yeah yeah surfing's I've never learned so much about myself as when I'm surfing
0: wow that's quite a statement
1: yeah, like, it teaches you everything. Yeah. I, don't know, I have every emotion under the sun when I'm surfing.
0: Yeah. I've
1: tried, I've thrown my board, like, I've been angry, mad, happy, elated. Yeah. <laughs> every emotion surfing brings up, I swear. Um, I don't know, it's the hardest sport I've ever learned. <laughs> it is, it
0: is, but it's the same thing now. It's the same of the way, of winning. it's addictive, you keep going back, and it's that feeling of... You, you didn't catch a wave, but you're like, okay, there'll be another one. There'll be another one, and then when you do catch that wave, like, oh my god, that was the best feeling in the world. I gotta go and find another one again. And yeah, yeah it's literally like it's normally just only hypothermia that will get me back
1: back oh. get me out of the water. <laughs> oh, it's such a good sport, though. Like, um, yeah, same that I I just don't live locally
0: to any surf, but um, but you the- go you go down to, to the coast is like on holiday, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, like we uh we usually do two weeks in Portugal oh, uh nice. so definitely once a year we used to do it twice a year before the kids started school so uh-huh. in Portugal a year so um but now it's usually two weeks but in Mar in April it'll be three years since we've been oh my
0: goodness
1: so we haven't been ah. half years yeah uh, yeah summer t- summer 19 so yeah yeah so yeah. will
0: you go this summer
1: I'm trying to go at Easter but Easter. Um, We'll see. We'll see. It's just I can't be bothered to f- travel with um, restrictions. No, it's not. Kids and like yeah. are we going? It's 72 hours before are we going? Is everyone can't yeah. be bothered? Like I'd just rather mm. know we can go, we can go back.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, Cornwall is there, even though it's maybe not quite as exotic as as Portugal. <laughs> <It's, heavy waves. laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of that's that's all that all that matters. So so how often then now are you getting out If you go we'll go back to where we started how how often are you managing to to get out nowadays like what's a realistic kind of for you in norm normally mm. once a week once a week
1: once a week yeah, yeah. um yeah
0: and, and if good. you don't manage to get out once a week how does it make you feel
1: it depends what we've done that sounds mm. a totally mm, if, okay. we've, if we've been to the coast instead yeah um, if we spent an entire weekend, maybe camping and hiking, mm-hmm. then that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I need to wakeboard once a week, really. Like, yeah, and I haven't yeah. wakeboarded for ages because the lakes uh, sort of close this time of year, and I have to. Right. I, there are some that are open, but the drive and with family life, it's a bit. I'd be gone for like the best part of the day. I'd be gone for like six mm-hmm. hours, mm-hmm. so it's it's a bit harder with kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but it's it's about. I guess for you, I guess you you've acknowledged that that is your passion and that is what you love. But there are other things: your wild swimming, hiking, your yoga, whatever it is that you can utilize and do to keep your to keep you feeling like you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which,
0: which is just the most simple and important thing. But you know, it's 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 so important to recognize that.
1: Yes. You
0: yeah. know, and and know that you need that, and make time for it. And it's amazing that you that you do. You put that very much, you know, at very top of your list um because it's only going to benefit your family, isn't it?
1: Yeah, overall, you know. Yeah, was it happy wife, happy life? Do you
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't that on the podcast? Isn't it happy mum, happy baby? You know, it does make it makes sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, you've got to. I do um some uh, coaching. They're called wake days, so I'm I'm a Wakeboard coach as well, but I, I a lot of mums have started to come on my events, and oh, wow. they, they get they be new mums as well, and they might be yeah beginners or they might have wakeboarded and they're trying like trying to get back into wakeboarding after their kids, and and it's really cool. I'd say it takes up about half the clientele actually, and like to see them, yeah, they come in and they're like they need it, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so, so they have they just
0: sort of seen it online and gone, I really want to give that a go. I'm just gonna come along
1: yeah yeah I'd say 50% are beginners yeah amazing crazy. and then um 50% are usually customers <laughs> so it's, um, so it's cool but a lot a lot of them are parents and they're like oh, I've got a day away from my kids and I can go wakeboarding I don't have to think about anything yeah. else because we do yoga in the morning and then wakeboard we do two sets of wakeboarding and stuff and, and they oh. like it's just so nice to give them something that's like uh, not their normal life
0: yeah, exactly. And like and feel empowered by something like that, you know, and, and connected as well. And that sounds great. I want to join. I want to come along.
1: Wow, that's yeah. so
0: cool. <laughs> that sounds great. But like yeah, cause I, I mean, I've uh, last year I ran um a she paddles event, which was a paddle same idea, I guess, but just to get women into paddle boarding. Um and and kayaking actually, and it was you know, beginners and it was just have a go. Don't worry, you're in a safe environment. I think that's what people like, the women liked about it actually. They were in a safe environment with other women who were also beginners and they've seen this stuff and they thought I always wanted to try it, but I'm not sure. And then suddenly there being an event that was just for them, made them think, okay, yeah, I can do this. And I was a bit skeptical about starting it, doing this event. I was like, I don't know who will get. It sold out in like a day. I was so shocked. And we had a group of them going kayaking in the morning. They come back and doing sup yoga, and it was oh, it was so cool. Um, but yeah, I think it is. If you see other like-minded people doing it, it gives you that confidence, doesn't it?
1: Yes, and it's amazing, isn't it? Amazing to see how stoked everyone is. Like Yeah, day, everyone like, have you had a good time? And everyone's like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like buzzing, and they've made friends from it. And you know, I know, I'm sure that you probably you, you said earlier that so often you were the only girl doing doing it you know so you would have had to probably like be like right all right I'm taking a lot of confidence to get out there in the first place
1: so nervous yeah
0: yeah but it you know you're you're setting it up and hopefully opening up more opportunity for for women and and mums and you know to to do these kind of sports that maybe in the media aren't represented enough yes I'd say yeah, I see. I see. <laughs> That's the thing. So, um, yeah, so the question I would like to end on is um, looking back at the ripples you've made in your life, what is the biggest lessons you've learned to keeping your mind and body healthy? Oh, man.
1: Keep so, this is,
0: this is the big question. <laughs> question.
1: Uh, so, I'm trying to think of a simple answer. It's listen to your body, mm-hmm. and give it what it needs. Listen to your mind and give it what it needs. Mm-hmm. Don't care what other people think, mm-hmm. and be as weird as you can. I, don't know.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yes, just be weird. I, you know what? I think if you're if someone calls you weirdo, I think it's like the biggest compliment ever.
1: Because yeah. it's like yes, that means you're just doing your thing. Yeah. I don't know. Just try to silence yeah. everything else around you and do what you need to do. Yeah,
0: because yeah. it's it's so easy, isn't it, to to feel like what you want to do doesn't fit into a box. Yes. And actually, it's it's there's probably so many people out there that want to do what you're wanting to do as well. It's just yeah. you haven't seen it yet. So yeah, and you know, it's awesome seeing what you you're doing. Um you know getting out there and obviously inspiring so many other women as well to to do that too so yeah keep keep going keep doing that and um yeah it's been amazing chatting to you today so if anyone's interested in following you on on your journey um or doing these events then where can they find you
1: uh insert the my handle is at Baladon. same on facebook uh website is lexbaladon.com. or on the coaching side it's wake days com or at weightdays on socials so
0: yeah plenty
1: to follow there whether it's yeah, yeah, my yeah. dad or if you're coaching or
0: whatever yeah awesome and, you, and you've got events planned for the summer
1: they are coming mm, okay
0: <laughs> it's exciting isn't it though that you can start planning for the summer now it's like okay yeah. there's a few daffodils coming out all right that means we can start yeah. thinking about summer days that's right. Really I know great.
1: summer's crazy for me I'm like oh yeah
0: yeah oh. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, because I teach sup yoga and I only can teach it in the summer. Yeah. And I look forward to it so much. And then I get to like September and I'm like, I'm kind of ready to hibernate a bit <laughs> and not for it not to be sunny anymore because I'm exhausted.
1: I know. I don't even keep the socials going on them, um, weekdays days through the winter because I'm like, I just need a break. Again. Just need a break. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I totally get that. I totally get it. Oh, well, thanks so much for chatting, in, chatting to me today. Uh, Lex has been awesome. And um, yeah, can't, can't wait to see what you're going to get up to in the summer because it's going to be awesome. It will be. Thank you so much for
1: having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Start A Ripple podcast. If you like what you heard, then please do write a review. It helps other like-minded souls find this podcast too. And if you want to get in touch, then the best way to speak to me is probably via Instagram. And My handle is at with underscore India. All right, take care and speak to you soon.